A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. A warning. This series contains discussion of themes that might be distressing for some listeners. So, Gay, it's very nice to see you again. How long has it been? 1991 I first met you. 92? 92, I think. So, yeah, you can do the math. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been decades, it's been a long time. I guess, I guess my question, the first question to you is like, how did you actually recover from what happened to you? It was really hard. I um, hated going out in public. It took me a long time to even feel confident. I was always worried that the wrong person would spot me or say something to me in the street or be nasty. Or And every time someone would say, Oh, I know you from somewhere, I would say, well, no, you don't know me. And I'd try and get away with it that way. But it was, for years, it was hard, really, really hard. Probably for 10, even more years that you were worried about people being nasty to you in public. So you had to be pretty tough. Well, you find the strength. Well, I found the strength to do it. I got through it. It still hurts, but I got through it. Peter Ellis, The Crash Case, and me, is a newsroom.co.nz production. We take you right inside one of New Zealand's most controversial cases, when a kind of madness gripped Christchurch, resulting in a miscarriage of justice that would take 30 years to put right. It was a saga that divided a city, destroyed families, and shocked the nation. Mrs Ellis, are you convinced that your son is innocent? completely convinced my son is innocent. I don't know how I ended up with 30 child abuse charges. I think he's a very clever offender. If I asked you to take a lie detector test, would you take it? I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Some of the words that are said in that courtroom, I just literally feel ill. The police are in embarrassment. The hysteria just blew up. Charges against the accused have been established beyond reasonable doubt. Kia ora, I'm Melanie Reid, Newsroom's Investigations Editor. Welcome to the fourth episode in our eight-part podcast, Four Women Arrested. 
In this episode, key police in the case are convinced a ring of child abusers is operating in the city right under everyone's noses. In October 1992, the Christchurch Civic Crash case really blew up when police arrested four women who worked at the crash, joining Peter Ellis as suspected child abusers. Three of the women were jointly charged with Peter Ellis over what became known as the Circle Incident. Gay Davidson, a 39-year-old mother of two, had worked at the crash for eight years, the last four as supervisor. 44-year-old Marie Keyes was assistant supervisor. A former president of the Plunkett Society, Keyes has been married for 18 years and has two teenage daughters. Janice Buckingham, also 44, worked at the creche for eight years. She has four children of her own. Police allege children were taken to a city address that had hidden cupboards and a trapdoor. The children were made to stand naked in a circle and kick each other's genitals. I mean, I couldn't even conceive that sort of idea. I just, it's unbelievable. The fourth woman creche worker, Debbie Gillespie, was accused of having sex with Peter Ellis in the creche toilets and inserting her finger in a child's vagina. This is Gay Davidson. In the early 90s, she was supervisor of the Christchurch Civic Creche. This is an interview I did with her recently. And decades on, she still lives with the grief and trauma of what happened. I used to go to bed each night hoping it would be over. Not. You know, someone would come out and say, this is mad, it, this is crazy, let's look at it in more depth and let's stop this madness. And you, you're always hoping that, and I still hope that it will be cleared and our names will be cleared. Because they're not really, are they? No, no. Not until Peter is cleared of his false convictions of that we, we will be cleared. Because whatever he's supposed to have done, we're supposed to have supported him and even supposed to have done stuff with him. Because people say to me all the time, how the hell did that crash case, they say to me, how, how did that even happen? Like, how was it even possible? I think... I think it was driven by people that wanted to make a name for themselves, that wanted to... Honestly, I don't think what they think. I don't know what pushed them, what their, what their need was for, it to, for them to drive it, because it was all being driven by the, the social workers and the police, and or not all of the police, sorry, but some of the police, but mainly being driven by social workers and feminists and who had gone into the satanic thing and gone to a course and they just, I don't know, they must have wanted it to be part of their life. I don't know, I can't understand why it happened. I'll never be able to tell you why it happened. This is my colleague Jeff Hampton covering the news story in October 1992. One of the first police targets this morning, former supervisor of the crash, Gay Davidson, who house raided and then a trip to police headquarters. Just going down for more questioning. Do you know what you're charged with? Do you know what you're charged with, Gay? The mother of two would later appear in court on indecency charges nearly nine months after the investigation into the civic crash began. Last night, out of work and frustrated by police silence over the sudden closure of the crash, Davidson and other crash workers accused police of smear tactics got nothing to hide and it's about time everyone fronted up to what was happening. They're ruining our lives and, and we want to clear our names. 
Here is former creche supervisor Gay Davidson again from my recent interview with her. Do you remember going public on TV3 News with us saying that the police needed to put up or shut up sort of thing? I do remember now that you said that, yes. You were in this house, there was this quite extraordinary Axminster carpet on the floor and you said, look, you know, they need to tell us what's going on. We've all lost our jobs. Yeah. The very next day, you were arrested. That, yeah, that's, that's, I do recall that. There's a yeah. shot of you in this blue fluffy jersey oh, walking yes. out. Yes. <laughs> Never worn again. In fact, I gave it away after that. <laughs> I knitted that jersey. <laughs> had lovely buttons on, I remember that. But I couldn't even wear it again after that. I, yeah, amazing. Um, well, yeah, I told them to put up or shut up, so they put up and... And um, they must have been going to do that, you know. They must have been ready to do that. But um, yeah, that was an awful day. I couldn't believe it happened. It was just, it was just like some, it's happening to somebody else, really. My children were luckily still at school. Um, I had no idea. I had no answers, and no, I couldn't give anybody to anything because I had the truth wasn't good enough for them because they didn't want the truth. The women's homes were raided simultaneously. At the time, Gay's partner Murray, a firefighter, arrived in the midst of the police swoop that October morning. Here I am coming one morning to see Gay for breakfast after a night shift, and this police with her car pulled out on the driveway, dressed in army fatigues. They stripped the car right down inside, through the seats, everywhere, and I went up and I find the house running with Gay says seven or eight policemen, I don't know, maybe more. Um, I was allowed to sit here with Gay on this couch um, while they questioned her. The police and army fatigues and boots climbed up through the roof with mirrors checking down the walls. It was just bizarre. At creche worker Jan Buckingham's house, the police even trawled the goldfish pond. It was bizarre. I had a, a charm bracelet with the Ten Commandments on it. Now, I don't know if there's suddenly something really sinister about the Ten Commandments, but they took it. And the same kind of drama for Marie Keys. Uh, they emptied all our board games, our family board games. They looked through all of them, emptied all them out. I remember being taken away and locked in a cell with the other woman and being fingerprinted. A nightmare experience, having to be fingerprinted and photographed. I just couldn't believe what was happening to me. The women appeared at a special court sitting late in the afternoon. They emerged shaken and distraught into a media frenzy, which I was part of. Can you just tell us what your reaction is to your charges? We are innocent. Innocent. Can you tell us? I think I'm in shock. Because you haven't done anything, you never expected to be arrested. Because what were they going to arrest you on? Because nothing had happened. And yet suddenly you were part of this fiasco. Really? And it was just... Fiasco's quite polite, I suspect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. You're quite right there. It's very polite. Because the whole thing, it was just a nightmare. Former childcare workers from the Civic Childcare Centre. Davidson, Keyes and Buckingham were all jointly charged, along with Peter Ellis. They didn't seek name suppression and all have strenuously denied the charges. It followed a lengthy investigation which saw the centre abruptly closed early last month. 
Arts woman is jointly charged with Peter Ellis with doing an indecent act in a public place, namely a toilet at the Civic Child Care Centre. The other offences are alleged to have happened at a Central Christchurch address. Explain to me what they said you'd done, the circle incident. Okay, the woman was supposed to be naked. I think we were playing guitars and we were making the children run around in a circle. Hitting um, each other with sticks or something, wasn't so, it? Yeah, sticks and there was, was there, we had tin cans around our neck as well, if I remember rightly. But I'm pulling back on memories now, you know. But it just seems so ridiculous. It's not even... No. And the more and more you look at the evidence, the more you, you find it harder and harder to believe that adults really wanted to believe in this so much. This is creche worker Marie Keys. They thought that this could have happened and did happen, that we put children in cages and put them in ovens, took them away to the Park Royal to be photographed by Asian and um, business people, that um, Gay and Jan and I had sex together and to entertain the ch just to entertain the children, to make them laugh, that we pretended to sex together, as one child said, to make the children laugh. At the time, it was well known that the police wanted to arrest more women creche workers, even Peter Ellis's mother. You see, the police and therapists were convinced Peter was an abuser, and that being the case, he couldn't have acted alone. Back to my 1997 interview with the key detective from the child abuse unit at the time, Colin Eade. There's at least more than 10 offenders, and from what children told their parents, at least 80 children were affected. And what do you base that on? I base it on what the children say. What do they say? They say that they were taken to places where they were abused by Peter Allison and other people. They say that they were filmed. And they say that they were the subject of abuse, systematic abuse by numbers of men. But what do you really base that on apart from the children? That's all I base it on. It's what the whole case was based on, and there's nothing wrong with that. Just over a week after the women were arrested, and before any court proceedings, Detective Colonide wrote to ACC, the Accident Compensation Corporation, saying, I believe you can accept to a large extent anything the children have said to their parents about the offending. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. 
So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. The details of the ACC payments were outlined in this report. Up to 126 children would be subjected to social welfare disclosure interviews. At that time, $10,000 was available through ACC to victims of sex abuse. More than 60 claims for the lump sum payment would be made. Over half a million dollars in total would be paid out to Grace children. So now we had the police, the therapists, the Department of Social Welfare and ACC, on the face of it at least, accepting that Grace children had been abused. My interview again with Gay Davidson. Did you ever think, look, something's happened here? No. No, categorically no. And especially more so, I never ever thought Peter was guilty of anything right the way through, but more so when they pulled the woman in. I just knew it was complete and utter bullshit. Here is creche worker Debbie Gillespie speaking to me about the hostility they all faced. Outside the courtroom, people will sometimes either drive past or walk past and, and stare at us, trying to intimidate us. One guy one day across the other side of the road at the intersection just mimed holding a gun and pretending to shoot us. I mean, Gay and Peter received um, bullets in the post with their names engraved on them. Um, and honestly, sometimes I've feared for my life that it's such an emotive issue that that, I mean, in court one day it, w it was read out in part of the evidence that as one, one parent had written a letter to another parent saying that they'd contemplated a violent solution to this. And I just know that total strangers, as well as people involved in it, feel so strongly about it. The four women involved in the case were represented by the same lawyer, Gerald Nation the depositions hearing to decide if there was enough evidence to commit the women for trial was one of the longest in the country's history. Only the Rainbow Warrior case took longer. But after nearly three months of traipsing in and out of court each day, the women's hopes of having the charges thrown out were crushed. On 11 February 1993, the depositions hearing ended. Here's the judge. You will therefore be committed each and every one of you, to the High Court for trial. The women's lawyer, Gerald Nation, outside court. They have already, in these proceedings, on oath, stated their complete innocence on the charges that were brought against them. They will continue to do so. Every step will now be taken on their behalf to ensure that ultimately justice is done. Gay Davidson again about that day. You'd had 11 weeks in mm. depositions and then the judge said there was enough evidence mm. that it was going to trial. That must have been a hell of a day for you. I actually, I, I'm going to tell you the truth, I actually can't remember that day so much. But um, Maybe you blacked half, it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I think by that stage we were half, might have been half expecting it too, even though, because they just hounded you and hounded you that when you were in the depositions. They, I mean, 11 weeks is a long time. They went through every interview of the children and you just became, it's like you're getting brainwashed by it all. I don't know the feeling I had experienced back then. I would have been horrified and frightened. 
but I can't remember it. But you can sort of remember the feelings, can't you? Oh, being scared and worried and um, yes, I do remember them. Because you're also scared that it's gone that far, it's going to go further and you're going to end up in jail. Um, getting a bit... <laughs> Get teary-eyed, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can understand that. Because it's quite hard dragging you back through all of this. And yeah. you've got kids. Well, that was another thing I was saying before, that we all had, well, a lot of us had children, but they were never interviewed. They were never deemed to be unsafe to be with us or to be interviewed to see if they had been unsafe um, at any stage or taken into places where they shouldn't have been taken. They weren't even talked to. Now how can they think that we have done this to all these children and we haven't bothered to include ours? Gay Davidson believes that the police's determination to get Peter Ellis and the women led them to ignore evidence of genuine child abuse. She says this became apparent when they saw all the children's videotaped evidence at the pre-trial hearing. Are you suggesting in some situations with some of the complainant children that they possibly have had some experience of abuse in their families? But they are saying it's Peter. It's, yes, especially with a small set of families, yes, I do. Strongly believe that. So you're saying there was abuse, but it wasn't Peter? Correct. Especially with what we saw in the um, interviews and depositions. Can you elaborate on this? We saw all the interviews the children had um, been through and this particular child had at least six interviews lasting to the weekends to up to about an hour, which is really hard for anyone to be interviewed for that long about the same situation. And then for some reason they interviewed her older brother, and the older brother, who was never a childcare um, child, um, disclosed abuse from his uncle. So they brought the, the sister back in, the interview last for say 10 minutes, maybe 12 minutes compared to the others which were now, she just sat there and didn't move and just spoke in a low voice about everything that had happened to her through the uncle. Um, and it was so blatantly obvious that the difference between the previous six interviews and this one little 10 minute interview, it was like night and day in comparison to the child's reaction. So you mean you're talking about when they were interviewing her about Peter. Mm, and then suddenly she was talking about the uncle. It was just, it was, my heart broke when I actually, was the only time I actually believed something had happened. It was really sad. And what happened? Did the uncle get No, the, they chose, I actually don't know if he was investigated, but they chose not to charge, they, the family, um, chose not to get the uncle charged because they didn't want their child to become a multi-abuse victim. I'm sorry? Yeah, they didn't think she. They didn't want her to be a multi multi abused victim. So, they what you're saying here is that they didn't want her to be a victim of the crash and, and the uncle and the uncle. And my understanding is the uncle has since left. Well, I'm going back then. Left New Zealand. So the uncle left the country. Yeah, that's my my knowledge of it. Yes. Gay Davidson, Peter Ellis and the other female crash workers were soon to go on trial at the High Court when the case took a sensational turn. Oh,
In March 1993, Debbie Gillespie was discharged when the child accusing her was withdrawn from the court proceedings. The women's lawyer, Gerald Nation. I believe that if the public was able to see what was in this particular interview, how the child was questioned and what it was the child actually said, there would be many people who would wonder why that interview was ever used as the basis for charging Debbie Gillespie with an offence. A month later, emotional scenes in the Christchurch High Court when the charges against the remaining women creche workers were dropped due to insufficient evidence. Every news camera in Christchurch was on hand. We were invited back for the celebration. The cork popping was pretty much done for our cameras. These women were relieved, obviously, but being discharged of child sex abuse was hardly a celebration. Back to Gay Davidson. And so when they did discharge all of you in the end, why did they do that, do you think? To get Peter. The, I, what my, do you mean by that? My feelings were, at the time, and still are quite strongly, that if we'd all gone, there was, Debbie had already had her charges against her withdrawn. If they'd gone through with the three of us women and Peter, it would be more, I think it would be harder for the jury to convict on having all these this group people. We had strong lawyers, there was no evidence, and it's easy to believe a man can, can be a child abuser than a group of women. A gay man. A gay man. At the time. At Sorry, the time. I have to say that. Yeah, he is, and he was. And I think a lot of people would have lost face. Um, the police, the social workers, the professionals that were driving it, um, and they couldn't afford for him not to be convicted, in my, my mind, because they would lose too much face. And the ramifications, even financially for them, would have been huge too. So getting rid of the charges against yourself and the other crash workers meant that there was a clear path to nail Peter Ellis. A much clearer path, a much easier path. So that left Peter Ellis facing 28 charges involving 13 children. With his glasses fixed and his hair cut short, he held his head up high and went to trial to face the power of the state alone. Coming up in the next episode, one of the most controversial criminal trials in New Zealand's history begins. 
to watch the video series of Peter Ellis' The Crash Case and me, and for more award-winning journalism that matters, head to newsroom.co.nz. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe. Please rate and review our series. It helps new listeners find us. Check out our social media pages to get in touch and see photos and video clips. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok by searching The Peter Ellis Case. This series is written, produced and presented by me, Melanie Reid, edited by Paul Entercott and Lewis Tennant. Original music by Age Pryor, sound mixed by Richard Wills, written and produced by Bonnie Sumner, and our podcast producer is Lewis Tennant. This is a Newsroom Investigates production, made in partnership with NewsHub. Peter Ellis, The Crash Case and Me is public interest journalism funded through New Zealand On Air. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.